Hello, hello, and welcome to the Bi-Weekly Manifestor Podcast. I'm your host, T, the show for you cautiously optimistic new manifestor fans out there. If you're a young adult looking for tips on manifesting travel and the life of your dreams, you've come to the right place to hear firsthand experiences and advice when it comes to manifestation from me, T. Welcome. Want to hear more about manifestation tactics and etc. that you hear on this podcast? Follow me on Instagram at biweeklymanifestor. Hello, hello, and happy Friday. I hope your week is going well. I am so excited for this episode because this is the very first episode that I'm recording in the podcast studio that I found that this episode is based off of, if that makes sense, you know, because this episode um, did not come without failure, but I kept going and that is not the whole basis of this episode but the outcome of what happened (laughs) throughout this crazy experience is the basis of this episode so today's episode is called when nothing is going right it means it's right (laughs) for your manifestation at least so I'm going to tell you today three simple things to look for if this applies for you applies to you and these three simple things mean your manifestation It's pretty much in the ballpark. It's pretty much here. It's pretty much waiting for you. So um, let's get started. So first, before we jump into the three things that means your manifestation is near or bringing you some kind of value, I first want you to identify with the feeling, you know? So have you ever felt like there's something that you really wanted in your life? something that you're really working hard for right now whether it's like a new job a promotion (laughs) even to get a discount at staples on some paper I don't know what you're kicking for like we all have different desires here um this is a judgment-free zone um (laughs) or maybe it's Maybe you're uh, waiting on a new car, you're waiting for a deal to come through, you're waiting on a new client. Whatever it is, you're trying so hard for it to come true. Maybe it's some aspect of this particular desire that you need to go through in order for it to happen. So, for example, what I mean when I say that is, for me, with my podcast, and me having my very first podcast feature Actually, (laughs) this exact thing happened. Me having my first podcast future, I um, did all the normal things I usually do. I booked time in my usual podcast recording space to record my very first future. And ironically enough, this was my very first time using their Wi-Fi seriously. Because I would just go and I would record. You don't necessarily need the internet to record a podcast. All you need is a microphone and a semi-quiet space, and the space pretty much guarantees its usage until I needed to use the internet. And I connected with the girl that I'm doing, or 
the um the the um the coach that I'm doing a podcast swap with. Her name is Vanessa, the host of Soul Amplified Podcast. You will hear me on her episode or her podcast shortly, and she will also be featured on mine. It's kind of how a podcast swap works, you know. One re- one really good thing that I like about this this studio is that this soundboard comes with sound effects. How crazy is that, guys? I am so lit right now for this podcast studio. It actually makes me feel more confident about bringing in a camera and actually recording myself as I record and uploading the videos on YouTube because I've been bouncing around with the YouTube ideal in my brain for about a month or so. And it's time for me to finally put it into fruition instead of just talking about it. Anyway, my whole point is, as I'm getting off track, (laughs) is that I was tasked with a little bit of a problem because I tried to record the future and the internet would not stay stable enough for us to even record. So, uh uh-oh, my usual space was not going to cut it. I knew I couldn't do it in my apartment because my room is still not fully sound conditioned. And even when it is, I don't think that it'll be sound conditioned enough for me to record a podcast without sound in the background. Because my room is just situated by the most noisy, it's situated by the noisiest things that you can imagine that you can be situated by in a city, a big city. And I'm talking, like, people yelling, trains, people partying at night. If you suffer from FOMO, my room is not where you want to live because you will experience some serious FOMO in my room. Anyway, with that being said, even once I get all the things that I talked with the sound specialist about, at the sound condition company about how I can best sound condition my room. Even when I'm finished with all of that, I do not think it is even going to block out the majority of the sound. But it will be there for me as an option when I want to record reels or things that don't necessarily require a sound condition room. But for my podcast, I couldn't even subject to my podcast to it. And so I went on the search again. Well, actually, I tried to record it again in the same space, and it still didn't work. We actually, like, had this little back and forth for a while. I wouldn't say a while, but enough to call it a while. And (laughs) it didn't, we didn't end up recording it. And then I went on the most manifesting ritual person I could be. I put out... Every little thing I knew about manifesting to manifest a new place for me to record that basically checked off everything on my list for a dream recording space. And this place does. (laughs) It's quiet. It's soundproof. Despite their claims that it's sound conditioned enough and they can't guarantee. I think it's pretty soundproof in here because... I can't hear people next to me. I can hear the DJs over next door. It's a pretty good setup. So if this is not sound conditioned, they would probably laugh at mine. (laughs) 
anyway, and it checks off everything that's on my list, and I'm really happy with the quality and how how nice it looks. Like, sometimes you, you can appreciate a good aesthetic, and I really appreciate their mission, trying to help creatives, you know, build their brand and get out there with the least amount of money spent, you know, while they're building. Because this space is actually cheaper than my previous space, and it's ten times better. What more can you ask for, you know? Anyway, <laughs> so my point being is that my example is exactly the kind of the point that I'm making because I wanted something so bad, and it was something, and no matter how hard I tried, it seemed like nothing was going right, i.e. my original podcast recording space and the Wi-Fi. And I kept trying to record that interview in the original space. And then, guess what happened? It led me to set out my intention to the universe, and then... I got the idea or the intuitive nudge to go online and start looking up podcast studios in my area. Of course, that came up with some outrageous ones. At least I feel for now. For me, I'm still building my podcast for like 100 an hour. I saw some that was up to 300 an hour, which I'm not saying is out of the ballpark in the future. I'm just saying for right now is not in my money pool, if you know what I mean. I might annoy you by the end of this episode with these sound effects. I just, I love it. They're like the cherry on top. <laughs> anyway, it led me on like this wild Google search or massive egg hunt for just a perfect place. And I honestly don't even know how it came up. I think the fact that I kept searching podcast studios in my area, like in the city near where I live, that it showed up on Instagram or Facebook, part of the algorithm. I mean, it's the same algorithm now that they own each other, or Facebook owns Instagram. For this place um, nearby where I live, and I clicked on it, and it was everything I was looking for. It was uh, my money pool. It was the equipment I was looking for. And it's self-serve. And that's how they keep the prices down because there's no one actually attending to the stuff. And I know I'm kind of with my mama when she says, like, self-checkout and anything self-self or self-serve is taking jobs from people who could be doing it. But I just feel like in this case, it's really helpful for someone <laughs> for, um, in this instance. I, I do agree with my mom, though, that it is taking away jobs from people who could use, who could, who would want the job. But <laughs> I, like, just try to enjoy the present moment, usually, when I, when I, I find something that's, that, that I manifested. And I try not too much to focus on little thoughts like that from my childhood. But, I mean, that's how I was raised. So, of course, I will think about it, too. Anyway, that long, winding story was to tell you that if you ever wanted something so bad and stuff was not working out for you, no matter how much you tried, it just kept being denied to you. And then 
And then suddenly you shift in direction and the next. And then once you do that, you see the answers open up for you. That is the first step on knowing when nothing is going right means it's right. Because what the universe is actually doing is arranging you for the best possible possible outcome for your desire. So for me, constantly and constantly trying to rebook the same space, the universe was like, "Mm mm-mm. No, you have outgrown the space and your podcast is about to upgrade. We're now going to push you to a place that's much better and it's easier on your money pool so you can invest more, more money into the experiences that you can show your followers that are possible when manifesting money and travel. Hmm. Yeah, so... Don't worry, when you feel like, and no matter how much you try to fix a problem, like me, when I was trying to fix the problem of me trying to record my podcast future (laughs) with horrible Wi-Fi (laughs) and it not working until me, like, finally looking up a new place and it did work, as soon as I, like, try to look for another solution, it's suddenly a lot easier. That is number one. The universe is urging you in different directions, Okay. No matter how much you try to fix a problem, it's not working out. That's number one. That means when nothing is going right, it means it's right for your manifestation. I mean, I can even relate that to my my birthday. My birthday this past was on June 16th. And originally what I wanted to do a couple months ago, even as late as last month because I'm not kind of a spontaneous traveler, but I went to do a solo trip for the week of my birthday. That's what I was hell-bent on. I was hell-bent on a solo trip because at the time, I mean, I wasn't as social as I am now because, like, COVID was still a thing when I was living in New York before, And then I went home, so I definitely, like, cut out any chance I could to make friends. And then I came back, and then I decided to do my favorite old tool, which was Meetup. And then that's how I met some of my new friends now. But when I was planning my original birthday plans, I had no, like, I had no awareness that I would have these new friends So my original plans, I was going to take a solo trip somewhere. I was deciding between Spain, um, going somewhere in the U.S., um, things of that nature. And I'm still going to do that because you all know that I love traveling. And since it's like a really last minute, like two days, well, really three days, I just booked a... Um, solo trip for to a city I've never been to that's nearby, and I'm taking the train to get there. So I'm excited. Um, I want to throw some trivia out to all you listeners out there. I'm not going to tell you exactly where I am because I want to make it fun. So this is a hint for the city that I'm traveling to for the next week. The hint is, this is a city of many firsts. It was the city of the first hospital. It was the city of the first medical school. And it's also the city of the first zoo. What city am I? 
So again, I mean, this is the city of the first hospital, the first medical doctor, and the first zoo. What city am I? Obviously, it's in the U.S. because I'm taking a train to get there. That's already one thing off your list. I give you a hint for the city that I am going to. So I feel like that was really nice of me to give to you. So now <laughs> you have to figure out the rest. What city am I going to? Hmm. All right. So those were my original B-Day plans to do a solo trip. And what happened that changed my mind, it was like I went to the meetup and I met a group of great people, seeing a group of genuine people. And we ended up hanging out. And we tried to go to do, we tried to do karaoke the night that we all hung out, and we couldn't. And that reminded me of how much I love to do karaoke. Like, I love to do karaoke, and I haven't done karaoke since I lived in China. And karaoke, KTV in China, and KTV in South Korea is a whole different ballgame, a whole different level than it is in here in the United States. In China and South Korea, it's like a whole fashion event. It's a whole like shops, it's a showstopper. I remember with my um my teaching company in China and we had our party and it was a karaoke party. I forgot what it was for. I think it was just them like trying to keep morale up, you know, trying to keep us like satisfied with our really shitty salaries. <laughs> But you know what? Shitty by American standards, but not shitty by Chinese standards, I will say. And they never promised differently. Anyway, um, that happened, and it was really nice, guys. It was like a palace. I remember, I still have video recordings on my phone from when we did it. It was a palace, and we had a karaoke competition, and it was three groups, and they had me in a group. Like, they had, they was like, we need to put people who can, you know, sing in each group. So they put me in a group, and they put some other people. They split up the good singers that they deemed who were good enough, you know, to help them pass <laughs> or win. And I think my group ended up coming into second place because the other group was able to sing um, some local, some songs and Chinese and I don't I don't know enough Chinese to sing a song in Chinese yeah I knew like enough to do small talk but I don't know like I could not I mean I think if I would have stayed in China for a little while longer yes probably because I was taking lessons and all that shebang but I'm actually glad that it led me to New York as much as I like have been to New York I never even thought about, like, New York being the place that I wanted to settle or at least be for a while. And I just realized it's, like, the first time I'm actually saying my actual location on my podcast. But I feel like a general location is okay because New York's a big city. And my friend, years ago when I met her in London, who was from New York, and she was like, you need to live in New York. Like, this is your place. And I never listened to her. I was like, that was just Tony being Tony. Me having to try out new places and see, like, what's the best for me first. 
And I did. Of course, I traveled and I lived in a couple of places. But now that I'm here and I'm finally settled in New York, and it's a little beaten in New York. It's a, you know, it's a little beaten from COVID and the pandemic. But, like, still, I like the energy in New York. And I think for sure, for sure, I'm going to be here for the three years because of grad school. And I was going back and forth a little bit on that. But I, I, I ultimately think I'm going to do it because I, I love the feeling I did, <laughs> the feeling of helping people and helping tiny humans is the best feeling because they're super excited about everything. And that feeling helps me, I don't know, it's just something grounding about helping tiny humans read and stuff is really cute and I, I really love their excitement and their energy and it, it, it makes me happy in a way so I was going back and forth on it but on it but I ultimately decided to stay a teacher even if for at least right now because I love I love helping children and even if my, my business takes off in the next year I again I can see myself at least staying on for the three years because I'm like looking at all these videos of all those things in the classroom and I miss it. And I even tried to volunteer at a place in New York where it was like reading um, for an hour a day to children like a read aloud, which is my favorite part about teaching kindergarten. And I was sad because they're closed right now due to COVID. And that's when I was like, I love teaching. Even if I don't want it to be for the rest of my life, I love it right now. So I'm just going to follow that passion. And that's like another big thing about manifesting. Okay, that's going off into a whole new topic. And it's not even a topic that I'm focused on today. And if I switch to that topic, that topic is going to make this podcast episode go on for at least 10 years. And I don't want that to happen to anyone to listen to a podcast for 10 years. <laughs> Anyway, my point being is that although you want to try something, no matter how much you try to fix a problem, it doesn't work out, out, but as soon as you find another solution, it works. And the way it works for my B-Day celebration, because I didn't really go into it, is that I was planning a solo trip, and... Although I did find some trips that were um, not exactly in my money pool, a little bit above it. So if you've been listening to my podcast, you know that I like to do abundance planning. And I set aside money for once that I have like this. And it was technically outside of that, that want pool. And I don't want to overspend in that way. It's a good like money conscious tip that I like to do. I never even like to like try to try to um skip <laughs> I don't even know what word I'm trying to look for. I'm never even trying to josh off and take a free subway ride if the attendant's not around because I think of it as money karma. What you do to money, money does to you. <laughs> so like money really is energy and that's not good energy that you want to put out when you're trying to manifest money. Even something small as taking a free subway ride. Okay, and the way it relates to that, and my point was, is that, yeah, I was finding trips 
They were nice. They were good. They were not bad for the price, but they were outside of my money pool for me trying to go this year on my birthday. And it took that trip because I wasn't, I wasn't, my stubborn mind at the time, I was not looking for anything outside of a solo trip because I was like, well, I'm not going to have like a ton of people here to celebrate. Like I didn't think I would have as many people as I did come out and celebrate. And so I was like really focused on the solo trip. And it took that night out with these group of cool new people that I met for me to realize like, hey, I probably could have a birthday party here in New York. Um, yeah. So that is what actually changed, you know, shifted me in my direction. That was more of a forced shift by the universe, but it wasn't like a traumatic one. I wasn't like sad or anything about that happening. It was just like, oh, I really love KTV. These seems like some cool people that I think I'll probably be vibing with a month later. And cool. Let's make this happen. And my intuition was right, so I, like, invited most of them not too long after I met them because I got good vibes. And um, number two, when nothing is going right means it's right, is that it may seem chaotic when it's happening, okay? So um, same for my podcast, you know? It was chaotic, really chaotic for me to keep constantly booking and booking the room over, only for the Wi-Fi not to work, only for me not to be able to record my podcast future. I'm really frustrated about what can I do to record a high-quality podcast, have some high-speed internet, and not, <laughs> not be crippled by the fact of something simple as Wi-Fi. I was really frustrated, and then I started to think, like, this is all happening for a reason. And, like, I was like, I'm just going to, like, take a deep breath, and I'm going to go with whatever flow the universe is trying to lead me in. And it felt really chaotic. It, kept, it felt really chaotic because I didn't know what to do, but I kept doing what I thought was right. And I kept, like, trying with my original space that wasn't working. And eventually, when I went through all the options, and I mean, I tried rebooking with the original space. I even thought about if I quickly, like, sound condition my room, maybe that'll work. I even thought about, like, reaching out to some of the new people that I met in New York or even my my um, good friend from New York, my um, best friend, really, from New York, and seeing if I can just, like, you know, if I can just, like, piggyback off their space for about an hour or two on a Friday, you know, when realistically it takes me a little bit longer than an hour to record because of edits and stuff and start and stop. And I know I used to be like, I like to record my podcast all in one go, which is like a really great optimistic goal that I had when I first started podcasting. And it's really nice for me to hear myself say that sentence, to hear myself say that that optimistic goal that I have when I was first podcasting. And I know I'll get there one day, but right now I am not at the level of at the level of podcast pro to be able to record a podcast at one go without making some weird noise on you know some weird noise accidentally while talking okay (laughs) so 
With that being said, I don't do that anymore. And I do, like, I stop and edit if I accidentally, like, mispronounce or not not necessarily mispronounce a word. Or, because I'll self-correct myself on air, and that's fine. That's normal. That's normal speech pattern for me. But I am talking in the sense where I just, like, you know those moments where you just forget how to say a word and you say it over and over? Yeah, I mostly just edit those out. I just figured it would be for the best, you know? But anyway, yeah. So, number two, it may seem chaotic. It may seem like you are constantly walking on a waterbed and you can't walk straight. You're walking on a, a pit of fire. No one's listening to you. Everything you do is going in one ear and out the other. Um, every solution you have is just being shot down. Huh. The more you try to control it, the more you try to control it, the worse it gets. When really, in this moment, for number two, is that you just need to rest, go with the flow, let the universe like lead you to the step it wants to take. Because you'll naturally go to whatever step that is. For me, where I, like, I eventually got to the end of the rope and I was like, fine, I'm just going to look for another place. Because I could have asked someone to use her space, and I'm sure someone would have said yes. And it would have been that, but my podcast would have never upgraded and had this cool, like, recording sound now. Like, it all works out perfectly. Yeah. And um, <laughs> it led me to finding a place that I pay anyway in my money pool. Cheaper than when I pay in my money pool, like. One thing that gets me excited about shopping when I am shopping is discounts, okay? I love a good discount. I love being able to buy something that's, like, name brand at a discounted price. I am not no bougie person, okay? I was so going to thrift shop and buy that Eddie Bauer coat for $20, which is probably 90% less than the cost of the original owner and looks just as good. Like, that's one thing that I am loving about New York's thrift shops is that they're, like, legit name brand thrifts. I just didn't get with the vibe. <laughs> I didn't get with the vibe in Memphis. Like, I, Memphis does not have, we're not a thrifting city, so that's not something that you're ever going to find. That's not something you're ever going to find in Memphis. Anyway, so it may seem chaotic, whatever you're going through. No matter what you try to do, no matter how you try to solve it, you hear all these personal experiences from me and what's happened to me. And these are just the past two weeks. This is not even like, I'm not even telling you something that happened a year ago. I'm telling you something that has happened in real time for me. Something in the past two weeks that happened with, regarding my podcast. Um... Regarding my birthday, even though, like, I found that next solution to do karaoke, karaoke didn't even turn out the way I expected it to because I reserved it three weeks in advance with the guy uh, for three hours, and I get there, and he tries to, like, upsell a package, and the only way I can get three hours is if I do the package. And I could have bought it more, but I didn't really want to. 
because it was my day. I didn't really want to turn it into, like, to start off my day that way. And I'm much, very much, like, you got to choose your battle sometimes. And that was a battle where I was just like, okay, so we're not staying the full three hours. But it's okay because something spontaneous can happen now and we can have some fun. And then that's where my mind shifted to, and that's why I didn't fight it as hard. But if I wanted to, I could have got us that room for three hours at an hourly rate. So, because I can be, I can get my point across and still be kind if I have to. It's a skill that I mostly um, knew naturally, but I really refined it as a kindergarten teacher. Because you have to be firm and kind to the babies. Which is why I didn't really vibe with my school over the past year. Because they just want you to be, like, firm but nasty. And, like, no. That's just not, like, me. Um, anyway. It was impromptu. But uh, it turned out to be one of my favorite birthdays of all. Because, like, one, we had karaoke. Then we went dancing. And I love to go dancing. And... It was, like, the one night I was out dancing with my friends that I also wasn't approached by, like, some weird guy in the club. So it was a good experience because I didn't have to worry about unwanted advances either. So that was great. I just had fun. And that's, like, all I really wanted. I wanted to have fun on my birthday and be really happy. And that, yeah, that happened. I had, It was really fun, and I was really happy. And although, like, things were a little chaotic, then... Things were a little chaotic, and things weren't, like, turning out the way I thought they were going to be. It still turned out to be a really amazing experience, and I really enjoyed it. And then step there's step number three. Step number three on this checklist, or number three on this checklist that you need in order to know when your manifestation is closed because nothing right now going right but it means it's right (laughs) is it just everything starts to feel calm like it was meant to happen this way anyway you know you can't really just describe it it just feels calm you know like even though you didn't envision it this way even though it wasn't even on your uh, foresight even if it wasn't even on your vision board or how you planned or and exactly envisioned it to come together. It starts to happen and you're just like, okay, so this might not have been what I expected, but it is definitely something I can vibe with, you know? Something like it's something that you're just like, wow, this is better than what I envisioned. And I'm so happy it happened. When it starts to feel like that, that's number three of, like, nothing's going right. But, like, towards the end, you're like, wow. Yo, like, this feels really calm. Then you know that, like, your manifestation is close. Like, for example, me and my podcast, okay? So after all of the, like, the the chaotic... Like, trying to record in my space, trying to record in my room, debating on if I should ask my friends, <laughs> or all this hubbubububub, this made-up word I just said to everyone on the podcast. That's not a real word. Don't even try to look it up. I felt <laughs> a lot more calm 
but I also felt relaxed and confident because for me to find a place like this that was less than what I was spending already, it just proves to me that the universe is supporting this platform that I have. The universe wants me to upgrade and to spread my word or like to like spread my like value or my message or my 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 brand to like my like soulmate listeners and clients who are meant to listen, you know? So it's just nice to like have that confirmation with the universe and I really am getting confirmation from the universe to continue going. Even though my podcast right now is not like crazy successful. I see the growth. And as long as I see growth, that's keeping me motivated. And it's going to keep me, like, like it's just going to keep me satisfied that people are listening to my little radio station, basically. Everything happens for a reason. I had that internship in college, and I had that, that internship at the radio, and I used to hate hearing myself speak. And now I'm doing it on a regular basis. And I'm not cringing. Well, I say regular basis, but this is actually the first time I've been able to hear myself speak as I talk. Because I had my little DIY set up and I never really could figure out how to have the audio playing on my headphones as I was recording. I could only hear it after I finished, which probably could have saved me a lot of editing time. But alas, that's neither here nor there doesn't matter right now because I am recording on professional studio right now. And my next challenge is to make sure that I'm always facing the microphone when I speak. Because I notice if I speak away, you can still hear me, but you can hear that I'm not close to the microphone, right? So that's going to be the next step of refining my podcast episodes for the future. So I apologize for everyone who has listened to my first episode with these equipment. You know, I realize now that I need to stay with my face pointing at the microphone so you can hear everything that I'm saying. But, yeah, I just felt that confirmation from the universe that my podcast is like, I need to keep going. Because I found this really amazing space. And as far as the example that I've been using with my birthday, um... Although, like, it didn't turn out the way I planned it. Like, I wanted it to be three hours. We're going to have fun in karaoke. And then, you know, maybe go home. So then I feel like people at 1230 might be a little tired and ready to go home. But then, like, also I'm really happy what did happen because instead of, like, a three-long, three-hour-long podcast, I mean, karaoke, not podcast session, can you imagine a podcast session for your birthday? <laughs> All right, everyone. We're going to do a birthday podcast session. But, um, I mean, I can. I, I have three other chairs in here, so I can invite guests now, which is crazy. When, like, in person and not virtually. But my whole point with everything is that that literally just threw off my line of thinking. I have nothing but fun memories of my birthday, even though it didn't go as planned. That's where I was going. Because if I didn't didn't go as planned, people were willing to stay longer, I feel like, because it was, like, impromptu. Or at least that's the feeling I got. I may be wrong, 
that's just like the impression I got. And, you know, I go off my feelings and my intuition a lot, guys. So it could be wrong. It's just like what I think, you know. And I was like really happy with all the people that celebrated with me. And it was a fun time. But, like, all these outcomes, when they were happening, I felt really calm. And I was, like, I'm really, like, satisfied with the way that everything turned out. Even though it didn't turn out the way I wanted it to be, it turned out in a pretty awesome way. Like, better than I can have imagined. And I, of course, imagined about it. Or I envisioned about it. (laughs) Because I haven't had, like, a good birthday in a while. So, I was, like, I want to have a good next birthday. And it happened. And I'm really excited and I'm really happy about the memories that I have from my birthday. Anyway, now it is time to get into our next part of the podcast, which you all know is where I talk about my bi-weekly manifestations. God damn! I totally like... Couldn't remember what the green button was, but somehow I feel like that button is appropriate. Do you know what else, guys? I got to change the rating on my podcast now because originally it was, like, made for kids because I didn't curse. But I cursed at least three times in this episode, so I was trying to make it accessible to everyone, but now I got to make it explicit because I cursed in it. Oh, well, well, I like I set out the intention for the universe to give me the message that I need to deliver or that I need to like speak on in my podcast before I do it. So if I was meant for me to curse in this episode, it was meant for me to curse. Anyway, let's get a move on, Tony. That wasn't a good it wasn't a good sound effect to use for right there. Uh, I'm so sorry. Guys. Oh, my God. Anyway, so my bi-weekly manifestations over the past two weeks, I was manifesting um, just to have, it maybe sounds a little like, I feel like some people would say pure, (laughs) but just to have a a fun birthday, like to have a happy birthday, Like like a genuinely happy birthday, and I like literally remember thinking as I put on my little crown because my friend was like you should wear a crown and at first I was like hmm but then the more I thought about it I was like hey that is the feeling I want to have what's wrong with like outwardly showing it so it was like I'm a birthday queen and like I'm treated like a birthday queen during my birthday and I feel like that happened because like I had fun the entire time I had fun the entire time, okay? It was fun the entire... I just feel like queens or these people around them are always trying to make them feel like they're happy all the time. And I just genuinely felt happy. Not the superficial part, like I'm really mad and people are like trying to make me happy and I'm superficially happy. Just the part about the like being happy the whole time. I was genuinely happy the whole time is what I was trying to say. And I... um really enjoyed my birthday even though it didn't turn out the way I wanted it to be and I had my my pink queen outfit on with my crown and I even had a reprieve for an hour from my shoes and everything was good so I was I was just able to just genuinely have fun 
And I'm pretty responsible when it comes to alcohol now. Like, I know when, like, my limit is near. I know when my limit is near even when I am intoxicated. Okay, no one's going to make me drink past my limit if I don't want to drink past my limit. And usually I don't want to drink past my limit because I do not like throwing up or being sick from alcohol because I have been there and I hate that feeling. So, (laughs) I, like, know how it feels when I'm close to that moment. And that's why I, like, rarely try to mix liquors. Like, even if I'm at a party and someone, like, offers to mix me a drink, which I think, yeah, happened recently. I will, like, make sure the previous liquor I had, even if I wasn't the one that made it. I will act to that person, ask them what liquor it is to make sure it's the same kind of liquor because that is the quickest way to get messed up is to be drinking this different liquors, like mixing light and dark and purple and green. Just stick to your liquors, okay? (laughs) Stick to your liquors and that will help you. (laughs) That will be your happy place. I did not mean to turn this on as an alcohol lecture. And please know that I am joking throughout this whole thing, I mean, about the liquor. You can do you. Everyone's level of comfortability is different with alcohol. People, some people don't mind drinking enough when they get sick and, you know, doing it all over again. I was just, like, talking about my personal preference. And I never want to make anyone feel like this is the only way that you can be when you're drinking I was just being funny for a moment there or attempting to be funny. But that was my um my manifestation over the last two weeks. I guess the best way for me to show that as proof on my Instagram is just like post I'll post a clip of karaoke to show that part of the night on my Instagram stories. And you can see, you can probably see from my face from how happy I am. And that is all you're getting out of me and my personal life, okay? (laughs) I'm only kidding because, like, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably heard a bit about my personal life. I mean, of course there's, like, things that I probably don't share on the podcast. But, like, you know, probably a bit more than the average acquaintance. Uh, anyway, that was my manifestation over the last two weeks. And as far as vision board, I just want to say that although, like, things, like, something, like, drastic hasn't happened, it's like I'm getting signs. Because I looked on Apple recently, and I was looking up, because now that they, they finally approved me as a teacher and I get education pricing, I was looking at the price of a MacBook Pro and AirPods, and they, like, basically offered me the Apple card to get it. It's really tempting, but I'm really going to think about it. But, like, I don't need it technically yet. I'm going to, like, talk to my guides and, like, I'm going to talk to my um, spirit angels, my spirit team. And, like, should I get this MacBook Pro now because, like, it's basically being handed to me? <laughs> or should I wait, you know, for a better opportunity? Because sometimes that can happen. Sometimes, like, a preliminary ap- opportunity can come up. And not knowing if the second opportunity, secondary, no, this is secondary, the next, the, the, um, I can't even think of a word right now. 
opportunity is um, a better opportunity for you. So I'm going to do that. I'm not going to be hasty. I'm not going to take it just yet. But it seems like that's getting closer to fruition. My rose gold microphone, not (laughs) microphone, rose gold MacBook Pro. Actually, actually, uh, the MacBook Pro doesn't come in rose gold. It only comes in space gray and silver. And if I wanted rose, um, really wanted rose gold, I would have to go with the MacBook Air, which is what I have now. And it's serving its purpose for GarageBand and editing needs. But I don't know. I just remember that MacBook Pro from college when I first got there at computer engineering. And I was required to have at least a MacBook Pro in university. And I loved it. It was so much better than, in my opinion, a MacBook Air. And it could handle more intense, heavy-duty tasks. But it's not even like I'm doing that many right now. I'm just doing GarageBand. But you never know. Once I like get started on my YouTube channel and GarageBand, I'm going to have multiple things going at once. And I might need that extra manpower or whatever you, you want to call that extra juice from the MacBook Pro. Anyway... So that's a thought that I'm going to have. I think I may need it soon because of the direction that I want to take when it comes to my business. So that's a check off my vision board list that I think is coming to fruition. And then Harry Styles. You know what? For him to be like a concert that I'm going to, I actually don't listen. I listen to him a lot. I probably listen to him a lot more than the average person. But I haven't been listening to him a lot lately because I've been in this like happy, like jump around feel vibe. Like, for my birthday, and although I love Harry Styles, I don't think that's his vibe. And I don't think, even in some of my other favorite artists, I don't think it's their vibe either, which is why I haven't been really listening to them. It's funny that the vibe that I feel when I feel that is, like, pop, like really poppy music or, like, hip-hop music. I don't think Harry Styles, and I don't think Taylor Swift. I don't think anybody like that. I think like more like Dua Lipa and the baby <laughs> and Sahidi and Doja Cat and SZA. Like those are the names I think when I think happy and feel good and just jumping around, just like enjoying the present and what it is for it is right now. And that's what I'm doing. I'm enjoying the present as a presence. The present as it is now. I'm trying to say present and I'm accidentally saying presence but you know what you know maybe that word's trying to come out of me right now just enjoy the presence (laughs) anyway um I um that's my vision board like so I feel like the Harry Styles is coming to fruition I'm um looking at his VIP packages on the internet and they are grossly overpriced right now so if it's meant for me to be the route to like buy those tickets to be able to meet him, I'm like all oh, I'm I'm obviously keeping that as an option because that could be the option that the universe wants me to take in order to meet him. But right now it's not in my money pool. So universe, here's my call now where I'm just like, it's either gonna be, you know, come down a little bit in price so it can be in the range that I'm comfortable with, or I'm going to like get some magnificent winning or something's going to happen. I'm, I'm faithful. Or if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. I'm just doing this whole experience almost as like, almost like 
to show you like how it is to like manifest as on the go, you know, and that's what I'm doing. You're literally seeing me manifest these things before you. And I haven't manifested any of them yet. And of course, I told you like the soulmates on the vision board too. But I also remember telling you in a previous episode that I probably won't tell you much about that, even if I if I feel like I'm manifesting it right now. I am not going to share it on my podcast because that's someone else's life story too or experience too. And I don't want to share something that someone else is not comfortable with. And also, like, it is kind of private, sharing your love life. I just can't, like, figure out a way to share it where I'm not sharing, like, details of my love life. So, with that manifestation, what I'll probably do is, like, once I feel that me and this other person or whoever it may be, once I feel like it's at a point where I can share it, then I'll share it. And that's what happen if it, if that's happening or if it's not happening. Okay, so I can tell you by the end of my vision board year whether that came to fruition or not. So no pressure, no nothing. Um, That way, I'm doing it without sharing all the details of my love life or whatever love life that I have. Or, yeah. I am really hard. I'm really bad at just playing it cool sometimes. I'm not good at playing it cool. I hope that that comes off endearing in some way sometimes. <laughs> because I really be trying. But, like, I just feel like it's really hard for me to be that way. And I just feel like I'm really sorry for everyone who has listened in today. Or, you know what, I'm not sorry. Because if you're here, that means you enjoy this podcast. And you just listen to 54 minutes of me speaking about when... Something when everything means when nothing is going right means it's right. And it's also confirmed to me that my very next episode I'm definitely going to record because this is a long time to listen to a podcast and not actually see something. Anyway, thank you all for coming or chiming in to listen to my podcast on this Friday evening or Saturday morning or whenever you're listening. Just thank you for listening in, and I really appreciate that. And as always, happy manifesting.